rocking go when I feel low when I feel blue Dookie you know what place I go to I go up north don't I to see me pigs except you know what happens when I go up north to see me pigs you have part two of Brucey and uh, Dispenser the sexy sexinesses both of them that's what you have. You have part two, don't you? And you know what I think of that? I think it's a big number two that I wasn't able to see a minute. Studio Sylvia Silversmith. Hello, everyone. And Marsha McDonald. Yeah, what up, peeps? This is part two of our two part interview with Spencer Brown and Bruce Thomas. At the beginning of this episode, and indeed part one, Irene, despite singing songs from Spencer and Bruce with great aplomb, she made references to the fact that she was not around to meet their respective sexy sexinesses. Her phraseology, not mine. And to be fair, you guys weren't around either. I wasn't here. You and were away. Irene wasn't here either. So, and Martha, you didn't come over either. And no, I was at work too. So, you know, none of us were able to partake. So basically, you're saying that the lot of you were working for a living and we were just having fun. We were all working for a living. I was in Manchester. Right. Irene was also up north looking after pigs. Something about pigs. Yes. Oh, that's something to do with her family history or something. Mind you, for Irene, going up north might be visiting Watford or Hemel Hempstead. That is true. Although, if that's the case, I kind of agree with her on that one. Because once I'm on the train, you know, once I'm hitting, you know, Watford, which for people who don't know, isn't actually that far outside of London. Mm. For me, I'm up north. Right. That's, you know, because I'm a Londoner through and through and I'm like, you know, for me, like, I don't know. What's, where's the place like that you go through just before you leave London? Is it like Hendon? It's called Euston. <laughs> well, yes. Euston, I feel like. Or it's kind of north. Yes. Or Waterloo or but Victoria. What, what is it? Where, is it Hendon, like where there's a really big Jewish community? What's the yes. name of that place? Is that Hendon? Hendon. And th that's like the last neighborhood kind of place before you actually leave london right when you're in a car yes it's where greater london turns into hertfordshire yes so for me that's up north right so hertfordshire is the north <laughs> that's the north <laughs> right. that is the north so basically as soon as you cross the greater london hertfordshire border yes is where dripping and chips that's and gravy and, and bitter absolutely it's consumed flat caps and you're ill. It's true, right. The North begins. I, and I'm not being disparaging. I love Manchester muchly. I had a very nice time there. I love Manchester muchly. They do a really good Lady Garden refurbishment there. 
Right. I gather we're not talking about landscaping of one's well, house and gardens. Well, landscaping of one's something. Right, excellent. Every time I go to Manchester, which is quite frequently, I go up there three or four times a year, I always have my my lady garden refurbished. Right. Because They're just mad for it. For some, they're just mad for it. For some reason, it's just better up there i mean i've had it done in london you know not far from where we all live but you know for some reason i i I save it up for manchester since the success of oasis the civic pride has Mm. increased so much that vaginal maintenance is now at a very high level yeah there was only one problem wasn't there Sylv? that that the place had closed down so you had to go Somewhere else, right? Well, yeah. So they didn't only refurbish my lady girl. Do you? Did you want to hear about this? I'll bring it up. You Do you think Bruce, Bruce and Spencer? See, I know I've been quite quiet lately on this show. This is true. Which we can talk about another time. Perhaps it was due to the fact that you were waiting it's for possibly lady garden maintenance. But now yes. that it's been done, you're back to yeah, so you're I back s- to yourself. You're back to the start in terms of how you are as a person. We got Sil back. Because I live with her, and, and I know that, you know, this year, you know, she's been a little quiet. She's been, you know, things have been tough for Syl, but things have kind of turned around. And, and isn't it nice, Dookie, to have Syl back? It's lovely. Isn't it nice? Yes. I can stop crying in quiet coaches now, Dookie. Did this happen to you? Yes, because I always take the quiet coach, and I don't really know why, but we can talk about that another time. So right. anyway, so back to Lee. The fact that you mentioned that, though. Makes me wonder whether or not you receive any dirty looks from your fellow passengers for making well, crying noises yes. in said coach. I think that we need to reserve more time to talk about the quiet coach. Fair enough. Because I've been subjected to many dirty looks. And I'm not a noisy person. You know, I, I respect the quiet coach massively. Um, so anyway, back to Lady Garden. So I always go to the same place in Manchester. And... They're on Oxford Road, in case anyone's going there or you live there, because they are really nice and they're really amazing. Um, but when I got there to the normal place, they said, we've moved. Right. Because not only are they refurbishing Lady Gardens, they're also refurbishing their premises. Right. So they'd move. They said, we're in the building around the back. Now, so you go around to this Jack the Ripper parking lot in the back where this gothic building is looming out of the darkness. Because by the time I got there, it was getting dark. And it's looming out like Amityville Horror. Do you remember that movie, Dookie? I certainly do. It's looming over me. And I walk in there and it's like this municipal building where like there's like dirty carpets and everything's Mm. broken. And there's all these handrails around for just, I don't know, in case you're going to trip in the gloom and the the hallways and stuff. And like, I don't know, it's kind of like, it's kind of like the Department of Motor Vehicles building from the 1970s. Can you imagine, can you picture that, Dookie? It sounds like any kind of building like that in 2017. Okay, so like everything... Because it dates back to the 70s, yes. Yes, so like everything's like, all the walls are like exposed breeze blocks. Like, seriously, I'm not exaggerating. <laughs> sounds like a prison. Yeah, the, well, yeah, like a prison. So, and and I meet them and they go, you need to go upstairs and wait at the top of the stairs. So I waited at the top of the stairs, like next to the boiler pipes, like exposed boiler pipes and mm. breeze blocks. And I thought, I don't want to get my vagina out in here. <laughs> I have to get my vagina out in here. 
So then they had they took this enormous open plan office and they had to divvy it up using like these wicker um what do you call them like room dividers like partitions partition but but like wicker partitions not like office partitions but like wicker room dividers that maybe your grandmother would have had right thinking oh I want to divide the sitting room from the living room kind of thing maybe one of the people who runs this business their grandparent did indeed own one of those wicker partitions. Well, they must have owned a lot of them. And little did she know that they would eventually be used to divide up Lady Garden maintenance it's duties true. in a, a former prison. So we're under these kind of, you know, strip light, UV, you know, like the strip lights that you get in open plan municipal offices. And everything's divided up with these wicker and covered in like, you know, old towels and stuff like that. So... Firstly, I'm thinking, I really don't want to get my fanny out in here. And secondly, uh, you can hear everything that's going on because the person next <laughs> to you is like a foot away from you and all you've got is a little wicker divider. So, so you're what? hearing, yeah, ah! yeah, you're hearing, what? well, ah! have you shaved it down? And like, no, I haven't shaved it down recently. You know, yes, like, I don't want to be hearing about your pubis and I'm sure you don't want to be hearing about mine. But you know, I disagree with that. <laughs> this is riveting conversation. And then, yeah, you, you get all the... <laughs> And the uh, and the, uh, all this and Dookie, that was my experience in Manchester with having my lady garden maintained. All this talk about the maintenance happening in one's undercarriage makes me think about Fat Boy Slim. And well, I was thinking about that video mm, when I was lying there. A track called Bushes. Yes, I was thinking those women were very brave to put their hands up for that. Well, and their fannies out for it. Although, I have to say that I don't find it all that painful. Right. Like, yeah, I, I think I might make an ooh face, but it's kind of not, I don't find it, like, I'm not screaming and laughing and giggling like you see on a lot of these shows. Especially when they do men. When they do, when they wax men, men are just like screaming and like freaking out. Pain threshold and males. It's a weird dynamic. I think it's because they leave the hair too long. Men do. There is that. Like, it has to be really shorty sort. And then it doesn't hurt as much. Right. Thank goodness I'm a hairless Did you need to know that, Dookie? I did. I feel enlightened having discovered that. I should also say that I was working in Manchester. I was working with some prison officers. Is there a link between your lady garden maintenance and working with Mancunian prison officers? I don't know. But I was thinking when I was working with these lovely prison officers, and they were very lovely, um, the next day I was thinking, I have a nice refurbished lady garden. Mm. And I hope you kind of know that in some sense. uh, Why are you walking a bit strangely? Because I have a nicely refurbished lady garden. There you go. That is the answer. And Marsha does... Sylvia seem a different person post Lady Garden maintenance. Yeah, Dookie, she's walking with a lighter step. Right. But, you know, that might just be because, you know, I think she's just kind of feeling a little bit perkier. Perky she's is a good word. She's back to her perky self. Mm. I don't know if you noticed. I have. Which is good, you know? It's very good. Because then I can go back to being, you know, whatever I am, which isn't perky. Right. Definitely not perky. Maybe you need some maintenance. No, I'm all right. I'm I'm all right. I don't mind not being perky and I don't mind not being maintained. I like things to be 
Natural. the way nature intended. Right. I'm not saying that I have a problem, you know, Sylv, brilliant. Yeah, that's great. But, you know, I don't, I don't care. Right. Okay. Right? <laughs> I just don't care. <laughs> you need to find your own Manchester. Yeah. And you know what I worry? Or not. You know what I worry? I need to find my own Manchester. Is that mm. like a new euphemism for like having a great big natural bush? <laughs> I remember like, you know, because I know that you really love Chelsea Handler, the the comedian. Yes. And I remember her saying that I she do. she went and got her her lady garden all lasered, cause, which takes a long, that must be really expensive and take a long time. It's a commitment. Yeah, it's a big commitment. And, and, and then, so yeah, so what a big commitment. And then what happened was, is that whoever decides these things, you know, with fashion, they said that the big 70s bush is back in fashion, right? Mm. Like, like you can have a fashionable bush. But anyway, that's what happened. And she was like, well, fuck, man. What am I going to do now? I've had all mine lasered off. Merkin. Yeah. So, like, what am I going to have to do? Buy a merkin? So, you know, I'd rather just keep it the way nature intended. You know, I don't care. Like, I don't want to have to go through that. I'm not that great with pain. And, and I don't want anybody. I don't want a stranger fiddling about with my vagina. You know, if if I can have anybody fiddling... Are you talking about a recent date? Well, no. I mean, if if I'm going to let you fiddle around my vagina, you know, let's have a coffee first and at least make sure that I like you. Okay, you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to get d- done with you, having you fiddle about with my fanny and then go, you know what? You're, you're kind of an asshole. I don't, I don't want that. I don't like... I'm not saying I've never had that, but it's just like, I don't like it. You know, you want to, don't you, don't you want to like the person who's kind of fiddling around with your parts? And you can, don't you want to kind of feel positive towards them? Certainly. I understand. Yeah, I, I completely get like, it. Like, you don't want to, you don't want to get done with your kind of business. Right. God, that sounds like a dog. You That's don't want gross. to complete your business. You don't want to complete, you know, you don't want to kind of have a fade out on, you know, what you've just been doing. I'm not as diplomatic as you, Dickie. I can't do this shit. You, you don't want to finish and then find out that the person voted for Trump. That's what I'm saying. Right. You know, can you imagine? I can imagine. Can you imagine, Dookie, that you've just had intimate relations with somebody and then they, they like, I don't know, roll over, light up a cigarette. Not that anybody does that anymore and don't do it because it's bad for you. But they roll over, they light up a cigarette and they go, now, how about that Trump? Now, he he's doing an amazing job. I re- I'm really glad I voted for him. But doesn't that open up the gates, as it were, and I don't mean that as a euphemism, for a hate fuck? Yeah, see, I, I don't, I don't know what you're. <laughs> I've never done that, and nor do I want to. And I don't really want to know whether you have either, because that might sully my positive feelings towards you. Dookie, a hate fuck, really? A, a hate fuck, not uh, not in a violent, even? not in a violent way, but in a passionate. You mean like when you're really angry with someone? Yes. Or 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 that you actually hate them. Well, no, it's just How many times have you done that? No, I'm with Martha. I don't know. Congress with passion. Congress. Yeah. Congress. Oh my gosh. Dookie. Congress. I I'm just stuck on Congress. I'm really sorry, Martha. You're going to have to take over. Congress. Really? Congress. 
Dude, yeah, but there's a difference between passion and hatred. I mean, I mean, isn't hatred? I mean, if you have to work up a hate for somebody, I mean, anyway. This dynamic was illustrated quite beautifully in Kirby Enthusiasm, Again. where Larry David, also known as Lawrence David, yeah. his character meets a Palestinian woman, yeah. and it involves a great deal of is it hate? Is it love? It's certainly loud and passionate. <laughs> You Zionist pig, you occupying fuck. I'm an occupier. I'm an occupier. Yeah. I'm going to fuck the Jew out of you. Yeah. That's not so easy. You want to fuck me like Israel fucked my country? Show me what you Reminds me of what something Theodore Herzl once said. Show me the promised land, huh? Fuck me like Israel fucks my people. There's a lot of, you know, fuck me like you fuck my country. That's pretty funny. All right, I might have to see that one. Sylvia doesn't doesn't like that show, so I don't I don't like that show at all. I really don't like it. I'm sorry. Well, I won't subject you to it. That is quite a funny line, though. I must say. Mm. But Dookie, no, a hate fuck, no. Yeah, I mean, what what I mean is, I just don't want to be fi- getting intimate with anyone who I don't like. I mean, it's not like I have to love you. I mean, I don't. You know, you can have sex without... But, you know, I just don't want to actively dislike you. Mm. I don't want to be repulsed by, like, your politics or your morals. And then know that you are in intimate acquaintance with my vagina. Right. That's what I don't like because it makes me feel a little uh, gross. I wouldn't want you to feel gross. Yeah, you don't want to feel gross. I'm not saying it's never happened. I'm Mm. just saying, you know, I don't like it. The bottom line is, yeah. if you're going to have any jiggery and or pokery, and pokery indeed. taking place around the the undercarriage, yes. you really don't want to have wicker partitions around you, do you? You definitely don't want wicker partitions. You definitely don't. And, you know, the, the people who do the waxing there, they're always very nice, which is part of the reason I go there. But the wicker partitions, oh my word. Uh... I should say, I don't want to do them out of business. They are moving back into the other place after it's refurbished, much like my Lady Garden was. So, you know, just you just got to put up with it. And I'm not saying I like spa surroundings. You know, it's not mega luxurious. You just don't want wicker partitions. Of all the cities that you've traveled to up and yes. down the country. Yes, he said country. There have been many, Dookie. And you do travel a great deal. I do. In England and Scotland yes. and Wales. And Wales, yes. And Northern Ireland. I have also worked in Ireland, it's true. You have chosen Manchester yes. for your vaginal I have. maintenance I know. needs. And I don't know why that I don't I can't remember how I originally just decided. Part of the reason is because it's cheaper. Because London is an extremely expensive. A city to live in, as we all know. But you've been to, you know, Aberdeen, Fife, Scottish people, surely. Dookie, no. Oh, mind you, maybe they would overcharge if you consider some attitudes towards Scottish people. Dookie. Scottish people, we love you. We're laughing with you. I've also been to Gloucester. Okay, nobody needs to be getting their vagina out in Gloucester. Okay, (laughs) you know what I mean. What about Cheltenham? I, seem... I haven't been to Cheltenham, but I guess the thing is, is that in London, when you're when you're thinking about lady part maintenance, mm. you have two choices. 
And they're very stark choices. You can either go to like a spa that is ultra luxurious where they give you a robe to change into a big fluffy robe where you know they massage you where it's just the ultimate and and you know it's like an hour out of your day so that's on the one side or if you're in london you get and and i kid you not there is a place in liverpool street station Mm. that is grotty mcgrotgrots I mean, I mean, it's in the station, so you're like, you've got all the smog and the bustle and the noise while you're lying. And the announcements. And the, yeah, you get the announcements yeah. too. <gasps> the 222 for Stowmarket is delayed. Exactly. <laughs> and and they've got like a partition thing and it's fine, but it's a bit kind of, and they leave like the waxing strips from other people the used waxing strips right like they're all kind of out there keep it classy so you see what i mean in london i can't find a middle ground i can't find like this place in manchester which is it's not luxury but it's also not grotty revolting it's just a place where you're just going to walk into you're going to maintain my lady garden in 20 minutes i'm going to be out of there so i can't find that in london so that's partly why but there are other cities that you've been to. You, oh, you mean like, could I go to... You know, what about Tyneside? Well, I'm yeah. sure they love to, you know, <laughs> wax the hell out of some pubis in the heart of, you know, I was in, Newcastle. I was in L- Liverpool, and but they seem more eyebrow-focused. Have True. you been to Liverpool? Many, many times. Those, what if with the eyebrows... They... I started feeling like I'm the only woman here that doesn't have those mm. really, really groomed eyebrows. I feel like a flob. Eyebrows, extensions. It is a, a bit of a departure from the days where you would just see <laughs> chaps wearing tracksuits and... It's gotten a lot better. Tashes. Dookie, I think the thing is, is that if you're going to entrust your lady parts to some stranger that you want to go to where you know that you know it's kind of like friends with benefits right Mm. you know it's tried and tested you know that it's going to be fine these are big words from a person who (laughs) doesn't engage with such activities right though dookie right well yeah but i get my hair done right Right. get the hair on my head done right and it's like well you know once you find a person who's going to be cool we're talking about the hair on your head yes yeah with your crowning glory then then you you want to go back there you know why risk going anywhere else yeah, that's exactly it. Exactly. And in Manchester, I went there once and I thought it's really fine. You know, it's fine. It's all good. They're very nice. They're very quick. You've worked in Cardiff. Why didn't Cardiff Dookie, really not- attract you Dookie. as a place to go and get your bits waxed? Listen, I'm not getting my vagina out in Cardiff, okay? Right. The first time I went to Cardiff, I just thought, when can I get out of Cardiff? It's gotten much nicer now. There's a Vivian Westwood there. <laughs> so maybe it might so be. So maybe next time. It maybe it'll be I mean, a contender. I don't go. I don't go to Wales as much. I mean, I've only been to Wales a few times, whereas I go to Manchester a lot. Ah, so the regularity of your visits to yes. this major conurbation, yes, and the the fiscal side of things, it's attractive yes. from a price point of view, yes. and you like the way that Mancunian people, uh, you know, apply whatever apparatus. It's, it's not too much fuss, but it's not too not much fuss you know it's just a right it's like the goldilocks of waxing the goldilocks if they of should waxing. call it goldilocks wax that'd be a good name actually you know you could have you could set up a new 
organisation that does this in Manchester. Yes. Right? Yes. I don't want to take business away from this place you've been going to regularly. Of course, because they're very good. Or maybe they can rebrand themselves. Yes. Mad for it. With instead of (laughs) F-E-R. Yes, I get it. F-U-R. Yeah, we get it, Dookie. You're good at stuff like that. You should just tout yourself out as a guy who comes up with names for stuff. Like, you want to name your band? Well, Dookie is your guy. Have you seen the names of the bands I've played with? I don't think that's yeah, true. Yeah, I'm hearing about some something called Flesh Tetris. Yes, more about that another time. Okay. Flesh Tetris sounds like what one has to do in order to remove unwanted vaginal hair. <gasps> and continuing with the topic of vaginal hair removal, here's Spencer Brown and Bruce Thomas. My name's Spencer Brown. My favourite word is gusset. My name's Bruce Thomas, and my favourite word is epiphany. My name is Dukey, and my 13th favourite word is multi-instrumentalist. Spencer, let's talk. I can play many things badly, but no, I mean... (laughs) Including modesty. (laughs) Including modesty. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I mean, obviously the main thing is is guitar. I'm I'm a... Good Fair guitar guitarist, player. and then thank you. All. And then keyboards, I just about get away with. Bass, just run of the mill bass, fairly standard lines that you know, like we were saying earlier. But you know, I was just putting down sort of block stuff just to get an, an idea of what what the sort of requirements were. And drum programming, yeah, I guess not bad. No, it's good. But yeah, uh, overall, I'd got used to sort of working that way over the years, and you know, this was just like the Uber version of of that, you know, mm. with a bit of guidance. I um, think if we ever did anything, get a real keyboard player. In. Yeah. Really. Yeah, yeah, I think if we ever did another album with a bit more musical sophistication, where we went in the Steely Dan direction, <laughs> Steely Dan direction, yeah, rather yeah. than the the retro pop direction, because yeah, there's a couple of a, a bit sort of nods towards the Dan yeah, on the record here and there. Yes, yes, uh, tiny elements. Uh, yeah, which and, and um, you can hear on the guitars as I well. I think yeah. we nods to water. Yeah, yeah. I we, think we'd maybe listened. maybe need a keyboard player if we wanted yeah, to go a bit a bit further. So I'm kind of functional multi-instrumentalist you know I, I, I'd get by I, I actually to be honest with you I think of myself as a, a fairly functional singer as well I wouldn't say oh, that no, I was quite I think a you're lead. a good singer oh well good thank singer. you good, no. I yeah. don't know I, I, what can I say <laughs> I good I, voice there's a good what I liked about uh, when we when it kicked off on this on the thing on the original project mm. when he sent me Fall On You which was the first track and the first thing I uh, uh, I heard was was that guitar, you know, drank the guitar figure, uh, and it, and yeah. it uh, it sounds a bit like um, a bit like one of the guitars. What's a one on Ram or or um, it's oh, not, um, ding 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 ding. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let, let me roll, roll it. it to you. That yeah, kind of thing. That multi. Yeah, and and it's a bit Lennon esque as well. Yeah. That, that kind of. That um, yeah, three or four guitars doing that, and then I thought his voice is quite Lennon-esque actually. <laughs> in that, it, it's I've quite listened. very nasal, oh, more so than mm. Liam Gallagher. And I think you know, mm. and it's that uh, 
Uh huh. Uh, you know. Oh yeah. Oh, that yeah. kind of. That, oh yeah. Oh no. That's all very beat. beat. But I thought, yeah, right. So let's get a bit. And I thought well, the chords are actually a bit like free as a bird. Yeah, I can see where I can see up, where yes. this is where this is going. This is the old descending line. So hmm. let's let's just do the. But then again, the whole, then again, folks. Hmm. While I think of it, um, I don't even know if I've ever said this to you. Free as a bird. I suddenly realised one day. Free as a bird. Free. And I'm playing the chords through, and I thought, what's this remind me of? And it, yeah. It's Sleepwalk. Oh, yeah, Santa and Johnny. It's yeah. the same chord progression. Try it out at, at home. Albatross. Everyone. Yeah, there's yeah, another one. Yeah. You, you, Google you work, it, you Santa and Johnny. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I mean, the thing is that line, that line's been used a million times yeah, because it's, it's uh, it, it was part of the uh, the uh, famous Spirit Led Zeppelin lawsuit. Oh God, that yeah, descending yeah. chord sequence, you yeah. know, the, uh, with the A with the A G A in the bass, yeah. you know, down. E seventh thing, so things that yeah. are fully original. Oh, certainly. You know. As you both hinted at earlier, yeah. you, know, you, you steal from many, many different <laughs> yeah. eras. Just re- reframe it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, there's a... Well, I used to... St- yeah, I mean, I've always... You know, I can t- I could take you through pretty much every bass line of Dunn and tell you where... Yeah, where it came from. But, I mean, you, you were quite <laughs> upfront as well in saying when we came to do Little As A Lot, you were saying, well... You know, in the in the attractions days, we'd look at um, something and and say, you know, we we want to use uh, what you're going to do about it as a template well, or something like that. What you you're going to do about it was a template for uh, you belong to me. Yeah, which is and but when we did the live version of you belong, which is just a you know E to D or whatever it is, or yeah, you've got a lot like bloody yeah. co- key it's in anymore. You yeah. know, it's just, it's it's a, it's a small faces, isn't it? And what yeah. you going to do, and 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 Solomon so, Burke and all sorts of yeah. people have used that. Yeah. When we got to the end, when it all got excited, that that was the baseline I went into on live that I use on the on this track on the record. <laughs> the ascending baseline yeah. is just the the you know the ride out of the stage version of uh, "You Belong to Me." So. Yeah. And so I'm stealing from stealing from myself, stealing from <laughs> from the small faces, yeah, third generation stealing, <laughs> stealing from Solomon Burke. You know, it's a bit like the the notion of somebody finding a spanner that goes back to the medieval era. Yeah, and but you know, over the years and the centuries, people have replaced 
Yeah, it's, bits, a, yeah. it's the brush with three new handles and that. five yeah, new bristles. Like, yeah. Yes, triggers broom. Yeah. It's still yeah. the same spade, <laughs> yeah. but it's yeah. Yeah. different handle. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So in, in fact, in that's how we, I want you to see the album. Continu- yes. There's continuity. It's like yeah. a, sp- it's like a yeah. spade it's, that has none of the original parts. It's still an original it. spade. There's the subheading. The strap line. That, in a way, is a butter push. But when it came to mixing, I understand that things got a little bit uh, heated, hot, <laughs> yeah. hot under yeah. the collar. <laughs> and yeah. um, yes, my, well, my bright people. idea was to was not to use a, a sensible room with you know with no echo. I d- decided to mix it in the conservatory mm. overlooking the garden because I thought it'd be nice to have a bit of you know instead of being in a dark yeah. and dusty room, yeah, we get a nice nature. nice summery kind of mm. vibe going. For the Alan Titzmarsh sound. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, and then yeah. it turned out to be the hottest bloody day of the year. <laughs> the one that we had. Uh, yeah. One of them. The and, and, well, no, it was pretty hot for times this year, wasn't it? Yeah. It that got really true. hot that, that some, some days it's this year. In, in, well, in a, it was uh, end of July, it was, mm. wasn't it? And, yeah. and the... It's like, oh, it's all right, this is all right. And then the clouds dispersed, yeah. and it was like Damn, so hot, yeah. you couldn't obviously see the computer screen. Yeah. And it was really. So I ended up, we got, we've tried it with a sun, we put a sun hat on it first, and then I stood for quite <laughs> a lot of the hat. session with a holding a parasol over the head and the computer, a, which a happened, pink one. happened to be a pink parasol. A pink, pink parasol, yeah. <laughs> Just to complete the look. Fortunate, so I'm with fortunately, no one was parasol. there with a smartphone to yeah, thank God. take the picture. What a great way to describe the album. If yeah. you you know, if you meet somebody who wants to inquire about what it's like, mm. oh, it sounds like Very sunny. pink parasols and sun Floppy hats. hat. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's that's oh, yeah. How did you You're know? everywhere. <laughs> and, uh, You're yeah, we everywhere. should have done uh, yeah, Hi Ho Silver, Silver Lining, shouldn't yeah. we? Hi Ho Silver Gusset. And Corby Trouser Presses. <laughs> yeah. Those three things together yeah, really it. gives you the whole the back concept. to the start sound. That's yeah. the real concept so of the album. Was, uh, so mm. you were getting hot under the collar. You required oh. pink parasols. Yeah. Or yeah. rather you used what was... Or did you actually require the pink parasol or did you just... That's what was hanging it was around like, there. Um, I just want to know how much of a diva... No, no, it was found art. It was found art. It was right. No, it was... No, I had to just, just come up with some... I tried building a, a tent out oh, of yeah, a newspaper yeah, for a while, that. didn't yeah, it, till it yeah. collapsed. Yeah, we, we yeah. built a kind of... Good Bruce we could have moved in... It would have been easier if we moved to another room, given all the things I tried to do to keep the sun out. And also, you, the sun out. And it was hot. British summer means that you know yeah. the sunset just, is at you know midnight. It wasn't know, just the, no, it wasn't no. just the it wasn't just the the light. It was the plumbing heat, wasn't it? It hot. was the really hot. was overheating as well, which was the other thing. We had problems with the laptop by then. Yeah. Although, hang on, laptops. I understand you were using reel to reel and uh, exclusively vintage gear. Did I'm deeply disappointed. It was a vintage. Oh, yes. <laughs> It was, it was a vintage, a vintage laptop. laptop. It was a vintage laptop. Actually, was the Beatles. <laughs> yeah, if, I think it was if, the prototype. To be honest, if the Beatles had had an Apple Mac instead of Apple, Apple. yeah, dot dot dot. That's, that's yeah. the that's yeah. the punchline. That's it. But it but, was uh, getting to the point where things were starting to uh, malfunction. We, a wee no, bit, we did it? set up mm. and do some live play in that day. We did. We did. We set yeah. the mic up and I did the harmonica yeah. overdub. Yeah. On, uh, that was all done was live. Yeah, That's yeah. Me. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. Great little bit of playing that. And uh, yeah, we <laughs> Who were funk it. I know. We I were, used we to do. I used to, to. That was my first. That uh, was my first role in my first band. Pre-bass, I only played yeah. the bass because the bass player was off ill one day. Yeah. 
I knew that. I was the I was the harmonica player, right? In a in a R and B band. But it was getting crazy because the heat was yeah. so intense. Then things were sort of dropping in and out of the tracks oh, as we were doing them. Yeah, we were was, uh, things were giving up, weren't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah. They we were, were, they the were just like, they were just this, they were just packing up. Yeah. So it was yeah. like when we recorded Bruce playing the harmonica, it was like, well. We haven't now got the whole track playing. We had to just go with like the drums. And oh one right, yeah, things were dropping you know. in and out and in and out. Yeah. And I just go. I think so it's brief. this. I just count four. Yeah. It's here <laughs> yeah. and play them. Go, go, and then yeah. And we captured yeah. it. Yeah. And then uh, <laughs> harmonica breeze. went on last of all on that track because <laughs> um, yeah, because we were waiting for it to come through the post. Yeah, we were. <laughs> That's <laughs> true. That's true. Yeah. And uh, yeah. yeah, and you ensured it was in the right key. Yeah. Oh, we had yeah, we had a bit of yeah. You have to. If you want to play an E, you've so got to buy a, a harmonica. An A, yeah. an a harmonica yeah. to play right. an E, yeah. Yeah, right. that's it. Yeah. And then, but as yeah. you say, we were just waiting for it to turn up, and that kind of, once that was there, yeah. Yeah. The process was complete. And unless you're Bob Dylan. <laughs> if you want to, if you're Bob Dylan, you play what an A that? harmonica in a, in a because you play that, that country style. <laughs> Yeah. But if you want to play that other mode, which involves more sucking than blowing, if you'll pardon my French, uh, yes, uh, it's um, it, you. You then have to buy you the tonic to play in the subdominant. So you buy an A harmonica Naturally. to play an E. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Returning to the harmonica after many many years, yeah. is it like playing a harmonica? Yes. Yeah, is it <laughs> like riding a bicycle? Is it like riding yeah. a bicycle? No, I fell off twice. Actually, <laughs> yeah. I fell off the harmonica. Yeah. A they're very, they're on. a very rudimentary instrument. But having said that, they take the same amount of skill as any, you know, any yeah. other instrument Absolutely. to get it yes. to sound. Yeah, everybody thinks, it. oh, it's easy, it's easy, it's go. You blow in, you suck in. Yeah, that's it, isn't it? Yeah. And there's a lot of there are a lot of people in a lot of bands taking that view, and you, you can tell, you know. I remember giving up the first time I used to work in a music shop and someone said to me, ah, it's easy to play one of these. Just, you know, pick it up and blow through it. And then one of the guys in the other department came down and said, no, 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 no. He said, you don't just do that. You do this. Yeah, the bending of notes. Yeah, 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 and And I never did feel it. The best Well, I'm not little Walter, really, but... you, you but, said uh, you have to kiss it. You have to kind of snog the harmonica yeah. to get that kind of. I don't know if that's right, but. Well, yeah, I guess in a set, yeah. I mean, but there's a lot of manipulation of. Yeah. Vocal cavity and air pressure and right. bits and, and hand position. Yeah, and we are talking about harmonica still. We are, yeah. yeah right, but right, we're just just yeah. double checking. Mm, sorry, all yeah, gussets. Yeah. And <laughs> it's a bit like playing the gusset. Yeah. So between <laughs> it's wanging the yeah. gusset. Between your go. Amazon purchase of a, the harmonica arriving, oh, yeah. and you playing uh, pressing it. record, mm. yeah. how long in between those two events? Oh, I don't know. It was a, a month or so. Yeah, also you had a bit of time. to it was nestling. It was clever, you see, because I got him. I said we, when well, I was going to play the bit, I said we're going to need a harmonica. Mm. You better order one. So yeah. I got him to order one. I said, "Oh, we'll use it next time." Yeah. But by that time, it had gone on his bill. You see, so yeah. and, he, and he kept it. <laughs> oh, but hang on. But what about the whole no charge thing that you mentioned earlier? Oh well, I'm into him for a harmonica, and he knows that I'm a multi-millionaire now. So right. Yeah, so there there's no yeah. chance. So of this could there. possibly be the, the last interview. Out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, uh, I, I, owe him, I owe him for half a harmonica, which will be all the blow notes. <laughs> <laughs> you can have all the suck notes. I'll have all the blow notes. That'll work. That'll work. That'll what a work, team, eh? Hey? We even do harmonica together. Fantastic. <laughs> there is a. Place. 
stage once and it did. Yeah. Very early when his nibs when he's in full bloody obnoxious <laughs> punk mode, you know, mm. obnoxious little shit and things. <laughs> and, Gra- <laughs> and Graham Nash came back to the dressing room and he starts talking to Elvis. He says, hey man, do you ever use open tuning? He's all looked as if to say, what? He says, hey, man, it really puts your head in a different space. And I, I just, uh, he'd, oh, ne- man. he'd never seen the look of disdain yeah, like it. Like, imagine. Yeah. Oh, like, what's that on my shoe? <laughs> I don't know, that's a point. Yeah. Kind of unlikely yeah. character. No, they all turned up. They all turned up, really. It's mm. weird. <laughs> well, mind we you, to get, is it, that what led to the issue with Steve yeah. Stills? No, that was a completely different <laughs> thing. But, I mean, we, we had... We had one, <laughs> when had one, one gig where says, Hello. I'm a singer called Lulu, and and and, 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 and he said, "Cause we know you're a singer called Lulu yet." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she felt she had to introduce so, herself. You know, wow, uh, it's weird. Anyway, I'm not uh, enough name dropping. Yeah. I, oh God, you could drop. I could drop. I tell you, I I did have one. I did drop. I actually dropped myself to the floor <laughs> one. When, uh, you Jake, dropped your own name. No, Jake, yeah. Jake came and said, that there's three blokes here. I said, yeah. He says, Holland, Dozier and Holland. Ah. Oh, oh, God. oh I am, God. I'm not worthy. Ah, yeah. Oh, you flicked. Yeah, fair oh. enough. Oh, God, you, yeah. you know, you're then meeting architects. Wow, yeah. Oh, musical yeah. architects. Well, yeah. Total hats off. Wow. Yeah. 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 That must yes. be something. God. Well, they were just three blokes and they looked mildly amused by the fact that I was, you know, a complete... Gobsmack, yeah. Where yeah. was this? Some backstage, some some gig or other. We've, yeah. we've had him. Andy Warhol. What was he like? I mean, quite... Exactly like, you might, like, just only because I saw a photo mm, somewhere yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just now. I've heard... Just like you would imagine. Yeah. Like Mute. Rabbit in the Headlights. Yes, yeah. yes. I always gave, gave that impression of being... Yeah. I, I, didn't, I thought you'd be hard pushed to get a word. Rabbit, it, rabbit in the Headlights. Mm. Yeah. Dodgy syrup. Oh, the dodgy yeah. syrup. Yeah, of course. Definitely yeah. dodgy syrup. Yeah, that's yeah. part of the mystique. Oh. Yeah. The white well, whip. then I guess if you don't say anything, no one can accuse you of talking rubbish, can they? So. Have you ever seen that really embarrassing bit of film of um, when Bowie was introduced to Warhol? Somebody captured it. Um, Bowie was yes. in his uh, man who sold the no, world. His hat, yeah. You know, drag kind of thing. And apparently the story went that he didn't know what to do and they introduced him at the, the factory or somewhere, yeah. wherever it was, Andy's gaff, you know. And he sort of drops into this terrible mime and he's sort of got, he's the man feeling his way along the wall and the look on Warhol's face mm. is of like, what uh, the hell have we got here, you know. It's, but yeah. it's wonderful. It's all right, these mime artists, but when I see them in the Blumina High Street... When I mime getting my wallet out and taking out an imaginary ten-pound note and putting it into their like hat, it, they don't, don't think that's funny at all. Fail to see the humour. They don't that. see the humour yeah, in the that. No. Or you know, sort of drop it and have it, you know, become lost in the wind. Yeah. <laughs> did you, Go and chase did that. Did you see yeah. that? Uh, they had a funeral for that famous mime artist the other day. Vicar <laughs> oh. got up and said, "There are no words." Oh. oh. 
a joke for any occasion. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's just you can't just you got to come up with them. <laughs> These are the jokes. It's Bob Monkhouse, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Monkhouse. Oh, sorry, I've got a book full of them. Yeah, you've got to think of them when they're relevant. Yeah, not think. Yeah. I wish they'd come up uh, with it's me. It's got to fit the occasion. I wish I'd come it? up with me mime artist joke. <laughs> it's too late, isn't it? That footage is cringeworthy, isn't it? And talking about cringeworthy footage, we are talking off pod about Charlie Watts dancing. Well, you know, just just for the busting the, a move and yeah, then some. Just for the record, I mean, uh, cutting uh, a few shapes. Yeah, oh god, doesn't he? Just well, is it better than David Brent? Uh, no, well, come on, you oh, know, you're looking at the king there, aren't oh, you? Right, this okay. is this, but this are we is in the same area though? Sort of, in terms yeah. of embarrassment, and yet yeah. there's a kind of a strange allure about it that you never feel quite the same about yourself mm. again after it. The story went that he and Mick Jagger were, were going through a period of, of um, discoing down. They were going to Studio 54 together, and I know there's some truth in this because I've seen an interview where Charlie said, "Oh yeah." I like that era. It's good that me and Mick going out dancing and all that. Oh, okay, mm. but apparently what happened was one of the places they went to was in Harlem, and it was uh, you know one of these places where they had the full show, the big show with the dancing girls. They'd come out and do a show on the floor and all this, and it was all like you know, yeah, da da da. And then the next act would come up, and apparently Charlie was very taken with the sort of hip swiveling dance that the female dancers were doing there's right. the clue the inspiration female. yes yeah i'm imagining what that dance style is like i can't demonstrate it just thank your lucky stars that i can't because it would scar you and you're I a perfect want that dancer happen. for the radio uh, i'm a very good dancer for the radio You've i've got, got a good face radio for the radio too yeah. yeah but anyway he he perfected this hip swiveling vaguely erotic sort of thing that they were doing demonstrated it to Mick who fell about and said god that's exactly right whereupon it all goes completely out of proportion and it's now and forevermore from that point a banned thing where they get Charlie they get Charlie to do a workout just before they go on stage because it just absolutely floors all of them and they're there are films of Keith saying, go on, do it. Keith Richards sort of prompting him to do it. They're standing behind the, the amps at some festival and he can't, He sort of drops into this thing and it's like, oh, no, you know. But, yeah, it's Charlie Watts doing it. And, and you, this you is available on YouTube. You'll find it. You'll Charlie Watts dancing. Seek and ye will find it. And it's it'll out be there. him getting ready to yeah, limber it, up. In several different, yeah, in several different venues, like a festival or somewhere like in the wings, you can spot it. Mm. And some enterprising cameraman has seen it and owned in on it. And every time, that. every time, it's accompanied by Keith Richards <laughs> falling about, laughing and pointing at something. But it's not laughing at him because it's terrible. It's just great. It's like, I can't hell, imagine him this. dancing. It's I Charlie know. Watts. I know. Mr. Stoic, you know, with that long sort of face and the mm. one-word answers in interviews, and there he is giving it hell, you know, basically, in the in the wings. I mean, this is a man who has a disdain for hitting a hi-hat and a snare <laughs> at the same time. How is he going to feel about, you know, know, doing some hip swaying? I know, I know. Very good, apparently. Very, oh, very good and very free. to see it. Yeah. And you'd also mentioned a, a rumour about him getting ready for a recording yeah, I don't know if it's one of these apocryphal things. I think it, it probably is true, but whether it is or not, don't care really because it's just a great story. Apparently when the Stones were first in the studio um, and the, the standard practice probably still goes on, that the engineer's trying to get a sound from everyone. Let's hear a bit of the bass, hear a bit of the guitar. 
Mick give us a couple of, you know, and they move on. And there's the kit. Very good, by the way. Thank you. Yeah. And he said, apparently he said, okay, Charlie, just need you to run around the kit. And the rest of the band are, you know, in a different room somewhere, not facing him. And they suddenly hear. And Keith, Keith says, no, he's not, is he? <laughs> Goes into the studio downstairs and there's Charlie. Yeah. Running around the kit, around, around the kit. outside. Yeah, you know, sometimes taking things literally will. Yeah, make will you look a complete humor. idiot. Yeah. yeah, and it did. Yeah, so forevermore that one uh, was apparently in folklore. Unless he was having the last. Maybe laugh. he was. Maybe he was. Maybe he knew. Yeah, it's kind of trogs territory, though, isn't it? When you start getting into oh, all that. Don't get me no, started don't, on don't, that. Don't, oh, no, we, don't go like that. <laughs> we lemon, we can do. Oh, don't. That don't, was another don't thing. Don't start. Don't start. <laughs> it don't came start. up during the mixing We can do the whole well. thing. Oh, we, yeah. oh, you're doing oh, your own moments. All the way through it. Well, I, live, I live in that. Uh, I live in Wiltshire. So oh, of course. Yeah, you'll have. They're all like that. You've got that accent. Yeah, yeah. You're in a Reg Presley. Not um, far. That, yeah. He's, in yeah. and outer. Yeah. <laughs> that is the number fucking one. And if, if that bastard don't go, then you, I, I fucking retire. I fucking do. I think it's a good song. I agree. It is a good song. But it fucking well won't be unless we spend a little bit of fucking thought and imagination to fucking make it fucking number one. You gotta put a little bit of fucking fairy dust over the bastard. You know, look at you know. Well, we'll put some fairy dust well, over it. For, I'll piss over the time. I'm a fairy. You know what I mean? It's, it's, you know, I don't know what. I don't know what it needs then, but ah. it needs. I know that it needs strings. That I do know. Right. But it was yeah. a, a lot of um, why don't you play it like you started out playing it and all that. <laughs> oh. Did you have any Trogs moments that uh, in your oh. attractions days? Well, we recorded in the same studio. That that Trogs tape was made in, which is DJM, Dick oh, really? James Music, oh, in uh, Hoburn or somewhere. <laughs> and we'd done, we were on to Trust, so we'd done uh, whatever, uh, wherever that came in in the chronology. Mm. Um, but uh, I think his nibs was getting fed up of us using Eden Studios and various things, and so we decided to have a tra- change of venue. So we had a hideous day in this concrete Führer bunker somewhere <laughs> off the Fulham Palace Road with a neon strip lighting and, a, mm. you know, and the amps set up in this concrete room painted black and things. So we, we ditched that. <laughs> we went to DJM, the site of the famous Trogs recording session, and we had Martin Belmont with us doing some guitar, you know, supplementary guitar work. Mr. Nice Mountain. Mr. Nice Mountain. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, book. yeah, yeah. And um, now Martin, it, 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 um, he, you know, he'd come on the road with us a couple of times. Step, stood in for when Steve Naive was had been in a car accident and things like that. And he used to travel on our bus on occasion or whatever. So we used to hang out with him a bit. And one of the films we always used to watch when we were travelling was Doctor Strangelove, where Doctor Strangelove talks about uh, life in you know life in the bunker after the bomb's gone off. And he says. <laughs> Anima, you know, women will have to be selected for their prodigious breeding qualities. <laughs> Animals will be bred and slaughtered. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so we're in the we're in DGM doing a, doing a song called Big Sister's Clothes, right? So, um, which has the opening line. 
sheep to the slaughter. No. Sheep to the slaughter. So, so I catch catch his eyes and he catches mine eyes and we both go, sheep to the slaughter. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and thereafter... <laughs> The whole bloody day was a write-off because he's just like, yeah, yeah, very funny, ah, ha, ha, calm down. And then they tried doing it without him singing the line, you know, then coming in with the second line. And then, no, it was just, a, I don't know how we did it in the end. I'm guessing he didn't see the funny side either. Probably not. No. 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 I mean, we've had, of course we've had, uh, yeah. We, I mean, you want like a serious, you know, a serious fists flying and stuff, <laughs> you know. I, I know it's not right. I'm not playing it. <laughs> I always love that uh, story I don't know. you said about the, um, the session oh, you did oh. with Pete looking for a lady. Oh, that, yeah. Soul. Oh, dear. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I did a... This wasn't with Elvis. It was, it's a fun... Just a fun... It's another funny one, though. Um, just take a moment. Doing... Doing... With somebody who should perhaps remain nameless on the... on, uh, But um, the chorus of this song he'd done, he was a, he was a bass player, not... A, 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 you know, doing a solo album. So it was... Um, and he was... The song's called Lady Soul... You know, my soulful lady. I'm looking. I'm soul looking mate. for my lady soul. I'm looking for my lady soul. And he, as it as it was going round and round at the end, it was. I'm looking for my lady soul. I'm and as if Pete, so you can't say that. What do you mean? You can't say that. What's the matter? It sounds like I'm. What's wrong with that? I'm looking for my lady soul. <laughs> <laughs> Again, gusset. And that was it. Gusset, gusset. It. Yeah, the, yeah. the epiphany that those lyrics might need yeah. some tweaking. So that was another, be. yeah, I mean, uh, I can't, uh, I don't know if we've ever had a real, uh, you know, come to blows session. Um, you know, but well, the trogs didn't come. Studio, the trogs anyway. didn't come to blows, did they? So no, it's quite. It was just like really. a, heat, a heated argument. Yeah, I've seen yeah. a band come to blows once on stage, yeah. and it was fantastic. And it oh, was so good. I've seen a band come to blows yeah. every night because <laughs> I did a tour with the Who. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, of course. I mean, that's yeah. the, the real deal. Um, yeah, yeah proper Barney. Yeah. yeah. How yeah. the hell did they keep it together for so many years? So if they were arguing and fighting, that they loved each other. In addition to all of that, yeah, well, yeah, that's just I part guess. of the dynamic, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. But I mean, you were yeah. saying it was like trashed furniture. Oh, splintered. I mean, I looked like IKEA in reverse. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the band flat that, unpack. The yeah, band let's take this having... wardrobe with flat pack. Yeah. <laughs> Bosh. <laughs> yeah, the band that I saw having a fantastic argument. It was great. It was like in the middle of um, what was it? It was a competition for Melody Maker, and I'd gone along there just helping out a friend who had a, a bass player was ill or something. Yet again, slotting in on bass, <laughs> and this band had a, a two lead singer arrangement. They had a, a bit like Vinegar Joe sort of idea, right? With um, Hmm. I've forgotten their name now. Who's Elkie that? Brooks and Vinegar Joe. Yeah, Elkie, Elkie Brooks. Uh, yeah, or Robert. Uh, Robert Palmer. Palmer. Robert Palmer. Yeah, Elk to her friends. Elk. 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 Yeah. Uh, also, and I'm not kidding because a friend of mine really knows good? her. And she calls oh, really? her. Elk. A friend of mine elk. calls her Elk. Yeah. But somebody messed up something in this song, 
and the guitarist just walked over to the lead singer and said, "You know, you're what, playing." Was it. Vinnie Gajoe that had no, the, no, no, oh, no, this, no, this no okay, okay, because I know, that, I know them, yeah, that kind of lineup, you yeah. know. And the guitarist just like very like determinedly, not in any like rush, put his guitar in the stand, walked over to the singer, and went, "Bop." He played it, anything wrong, you know. And the next thing, they all went. They went behind the curtain, though. This is what made it really funny. It was like Eric and Ernie. You can yeah. see all the punches <laughs> over the, the curtain. Yeah. Go. And we, everyone was thinking, <laughs> yeah, is, this, is this part of the act? Nobody was sure. It, it brought the place down. There was this spontaneous... Well, they board. probably won the... Did they win? No, they should oh. have. I mean, my mate should said, have well, that's it. It's a complete... That's the end of the thing, isn't it? They, they should have done that as an act, yeah. shouldn't they? Yeah, it was a great act. One, the... Once only performance, Yeah, they, they yeah. can't do that every night. Can't well, that. in the days before YouTube and smartphones, you could have probably done a few tours oh, on the basis gosh, yeah, of that. That would have gone yeah, viral, absolutely. wouldn't it? It was fantastic. Mm. I'll forever see that curtain bellowing in and out. And that's always, fantastic. Ow! Your Ooh. imagination has yeah. to fit... <laughs> <laughs> mm. I, I just remember what they were called as well. They they even had a great name. They were called Spud. Spud. Yeah, that's brilliant. Perfect. That's the behaviour you want from a band. <laughs> You'd named expect Spud. it, was, wouldn't you? Yeah, oh, that's my new favourite band. They were in um, Clockwork Orange outfits as well. White, white uh, boiler, boiler suits, suits and oh, the the bowler hats. Ah, yeah. oh, this yeah. is the gift no, that keeps giving. Oh dear, no, no, we like them fantastic. even more. Ah, yeah. oh, Spud. And the only thing that I can remember about the song was it had a. It was called Plastic Houses. It was like a punk, early punk sort of thing. Mm. Plastic houses. Molly's a very big fan of Spud. They're not, they're not at the door, are they? There's one of them. She wants to settle a score. She wants to settle a score. One of them's turned up selling the watchtower. Should do something about getting me home Better yet I should 
seen any footage of a band called Brian Jonestown Massacre? There's a really good film about their career in tandem with uh, the band the Dandy Warhols. Ah, and there's yeah, no, yeah. no, I wanted to see it. I've never seen it. I heard it's brilliant. A brilliant documentary, documentary, yeah, yeah. if you will. Yeah, and indeed. there is a scene in which Anton Newcomb, the singer, uh, gets into a fight with. Uh, Matt Hollywood, I think is his name, Great managed name. to kick him and then bite him. Wow. And needless to say, that was, I think, Mr. Hollywood's last gig with the band. Yeah, you did. And, so. uh, but yeah, yeah, actual biting. I mean, there were bite marks which get shown. That's serious. And stuff. yeah, this was, I think, rather than being for attention, this is drug addled uh, psychosis and paranoia yeah, and yeah. violent streaks for Wow. So, That's so, everything you want, really, from a live yeah, band, indeed. isn't it? You know. it? There was that guy, Gigi Allen. Oh, the, Gigi Allen, yes. Well, hats yeah. off. If you're going to go, you know. In well, a live performance, didn't he dive off the stage and run out into the street and got mowed down? Didn't he? That's that's the story. Is a drug? Is a drug overdose? But he would poo oh. on stage. There was a singer who got into a fight on stage. I thought it was. I've known loads of bands that were crap on stage. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> the thing that's great about <laughs> what? Hey, <laughs> hey, what you... <laughs> yeah. The one thing about Gigi Allen that's quite amazing, if you see any of the live footage, is you know he would defecate on stage. Yeah. But still with coming flourish. on time with the vocals. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God, what, and, a, what a and, pro! And also he does it. <laughs> He incorporate the fecal matter yeah. into the performance. Oh, marvellous! Well. Yeah, there you yeah. go. A true professional. The murder junkies, I think, are the yeah. name of his life imitating farts. Yeah, you might life say. imitating farts. Yeah, but there was there was some story about a singer. I thought it was him. They finished the 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 track with a, a, the song. At, Did at they ever club. put out an album of greatest shit? <laughs> greatest shit. Yeah. yeah. And he ran, apparently, he ran <laughs> ran straight through the crowd out into the street and got hit by a. A cab or something, and that was the end of it. But I always thought, what a bloody ending, though that is, isn't it? That's a that's real showbiz, isn't that's it? That's yeah, yeah. For real, pers- real perspective. <laughs> yes, too much. Yeah, too, much, too, much yeah. too much. fucking perspective. Yeah, it is. Yeah. 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 Well, since my baby left. Don't go raga. No, oh, no, don't yeah. go raga. Well. Barbershop raga. Yeah. Whoever was mowed down, I think he was going to to a performance of somebody up there likes me. Yeah, well. Final tap quote. Let's hope. Let's Doesn't hope get so. reference that much. But, um, let's hope yeah. so. <laughs> is, is it Stiv Baters that got hit by a cab? Who? Stiv Baters. Ah, the Dead Boys. Yeah. Yeah, it might have been that. Did he? Was yeah, he... I think it was. I think that is. Uh, yeah. yeah. Stiff Baters now. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I'm here all week. Thank you. <laughs> Try the fish. Bruce will have a joke on it. Come on. <laughs> Out with it. The one thing which loads and loads of people will ask about, but I won't, and you can choose to ignore Thank the question, God. is is the album is out, people can get it, yes. and there'll yeah. be links to where you can yeah, purchase yeah, and listen yeah. to the album. Oh, yeah. But the one question which I'm not going to ask is, will we ever be able to enjoy live interpretations of these songs involving you both and other people playing in tandem? No. <laughs> no, so you're doing you're doing a, a post. <laughs> I haven't asked the question, so it doesn't Perfect matter. Perfect timing there. I thought if I just leave that, I know that he won't let me down, and you do. Nah. <laughs> so you're doing it's all basically it's all post rubber soul. Uh, I, don't, uh, I can't imagine because you know 
yeah. the logistics of a touring band. If you start going beyond being a folk duo like Bob Dylan was, <laughs> ethnic joke. Yeah. Um, <laughs> duo. <laughs> um, it's a Zimmer man, is it for you? Yeah, yeah. Zimmer frame. Oh, yeah. Zimmer frame. Oh, um, and a harmonica in the same key that I'm yeah, playing in. in. The wow, tonic, in the tonic. Yeah, in the tonic. Yeah. The 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 logistics of. You know, I mean, the first thing is, if somebody goes and sings and plays acoustic guitar, the first thing a bass does to it is make everything sound out of tune time, yeah, and the bass sound out of time. Mm. So what are you thinking, Unless though, you, need a, you need then a drummer nah. and then you need a keyboard player and then you need a van and then you need a road crew and then you need a sound mixer then you need lighting then well, you need then you need drivers mm. and humpers and then you need hotel yeah. rooms for 10 people and all of a sudden he can go out in a car with his acoustic and collect some dosh yeah. but as soon as you go into the band dynamic i know people that work on both sides of the business these days and the ones that go out with their acoustics on their own make ten times more than anybody who tries to yeah. go out in a band, and that's the sim- simple, you know. There's I mean, another side to it though. That in all honesty, I think if if it was me and another unknown, then I'd say probably a, a you know unequivocal yes. I would. But put then a you, band wouldn't have, you wouldn't have you wouldn't but have you wouldn't have done the songs. Done the album. You wouldn't have done the songs the way you do them no, exactly. either. None of that you know, would apply. So I wouldn't they... have an album to promote. <clears throat> so yeah, I mean it, it cuts both ways because the thing is obviously for for Bruce to do it, it would be a step backwards really at the level that we'd have to start it would be going all the way back again it to... wouldn't matter if it was a proper job you know yeah. if it was a proper yeah. band but i mean i'd so there's just no point there, in um, doing one. it half assed is yeah. there we need a promoter now to sort of come forward oh, and say, oh, somebody yes. p- yeah. you know if a record company yeah. picked a record up and started saying you know and yeah. it all went to a different level fine but at the moment it's a uh, you know it's it's uh, it makes sense really it's just it. it's it's as you said earlier. It's me. I just want to show people I can still do it mm. because it could be an you know, without without trying to hedge round it. I I need you know. I if I if somebody else might say oh, you can have a job, mm-hmm. you know, and give me a job, and then I can say, what about getting my mate on as a you know, and we can yeah. do us. We can be our own support band or whoever. <laughs> There's all yeah. sorts of way. You know, I did it as um. I just stuck my head over the parapet basically again because, you know, people on on Facebook are going on about things I played 30 years ago or whatever. And Mm. I'm saying, yeah, I know it's good, but I don't want to just live as if that's all I've ever done. I can still do it. it Apart from the books and everything, which Mm. is a whole nother thing, you know. But um, so if it leads to anything... For me or or Spencer or both of us individually or together, then mm. fine. But you you can't. As it's like the songs. You can't map out how it's going to happen, no. how people are going to respond, what you're going to do. It's like when we started the project, we didn't know we'd end up here talking to you, for no. instance. Mm. Oh, let's do these albums, and we'll end up and go and talk to Andy. And you know, mm-hmm. it's just um, so <laughs> who who knows how um, it's it's <laughs> just it's going. It, people are just picking up on it we thought it'd be like instantly people would go that they take you know it takes a while for my some of my you know supporters if you like on facebook to start 
telling their friends to buy it and um, meet, you know, starting mm. to do interviews about it and stuff like that. It's a different... It's not like the old days where you'd do an album launch or a book launch or yeah. everything. It, things kind of come out... Um, it's I, I liken the world to a global village hall, you know. You, yes. You, 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 you go to a village, you sell your jam, and then you go off to the market and devices the next day and do the same. It's gradually per, it's percolating through to to sort of tribes mm. or small, you know, it's the six degrees of separation thing, if you like, that somebody will tell someone else. I suppose in a lot of ways it's mm -hmm. gone back to what the music, how music was pre-music. It's gone, it's gone. <laughs> it's gone. Back to the start. Back to the start. Yes. Yes, we got there. <laughs> but, I mean, the whole idea of sort of music as being like in the air and being the property of everybody and, you know, as you say, going from village to village kind of thing is, is back yes. to the... Literally back to the old ways, isn't it? Of sort of music as folk. Um, we music would, we couldn't have done it if we did, if it wasn't just a labour of love anyway. Well, no. I mean, I you know the amount of time we put into it and thought and everything, yeah. and I'm just yeah. I, there's no better fun than making a making a record no, or put, getting a song together and having that at the end of it. Yeah. Even if it's just for me, I'm nice glad thing. I did it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Oh, that's so. But but. It, you know, I'm just just through. being pure. Mm. I was like, mm. if it's just for me, I'm glad I did it. So because mm. it makes me feel better mm. about myself, yeah. if you like, and 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 if anybody else gets gets it, then good. And yeah. it it makes the listener feel better doing it because it's a fantastic album. Oh, it's thank you. Really, really tuneful. It's and great fun to make, and I really loved it. I'm really proud of it. And the other thing is, it's for me, it's a sort of a validation of like, well, thank God I wasn't like completely clueless. You weren't I wrong. No, I can know. actually write songs yeah, and sing. Yeah, yeah. yeah so it's sure. been great for me. It's it's been a really nice discovery as well. That you know, like I say, you can do it. It and, can be done. Mm, and also, it sounds as though you went from being bitter to being twisted very, very, yes <laughs> bitter to to twisted uh, uh, yes, bounds, to, to twisted and positive yeah no it was it's like i was saying earlier that it's been a big change in my outlook as well because yeah there was a little bit of a sort of well you know why not me I, I, i'm not that bad surely i could have you know done xyz and you feel a bit mm. But then doing this has been great because it gets it out of your system and you think, well, like, yeah, you know, we've made an album that I'm I'm really proud of here. And also, yeah, it's been, you know, meeting Bruce has been a whole new thing and given me a whole new outlook, mainly because of the things we've worked on and not only the things that we've discussed, but the proof as you apply it to what you're doing that things do go right when you think about you, you expect them to go right. Mm. There is a... a, a a truth to that you know and we've kind of proved it basically there it is you know and in terms of going back to the start yes a really good way to end our conversation is to talk about your musical lineage mine Spencer <coughs> okay. but Apparently. this is your first time on the Dukey radio show yes and you were telling me before we we kicked off the recording and decided to you know yeah. run around the microphones to see if they were working <laughs> Yeah. Um, you're telling me about your you know, parents' um, kind of yeah. respective careers and, and the musical history and the fact that also that your son is, mm. is a person of note as well. Yeah. So let's go back to the start. Let it rip. Hey? Yes. Yeah, back to the start for me then would be that my dad was a, a jazz trumpeter and played with quite a few people, um, 40s to 50s, that were quite notable, including like the Ted Heath Orchestra and... 
He played a few weeks with uh, Tubby Hayes uh, Quintet or Quartet, I think. Mm. And they were one of these sort of people seemed to be cropping up most weeks on the Friday, Saturday night would come round to ours. A few beers would be had, you know. Um, So he he was quite in with all these people. And actually, he won the uh, best lead trumpet one year. I didn't even know this until I found his Melody Maker certificate hidden away in a drawer when I was living with him at home. Didn't he, did you tell me you played with the Pete Townsend's dad? Well, yeah, that, Cliff, well, that was my was, mum. Oh, it was your mum, was it? Singer. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Right, okay. no, well, that was the thing that you're, you're quite right, that mum yeah. was singer with uh, the Squadronaires. Oh, right. For a while Cliff, was, Cliff Townsend. Cliff Townsend. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She, was, uh, she was going out with, with Cliff Townsend for a little while to my dad. used to smash his saxophone every night. <laughs> <laughs> Probably over my dad's head, yeah. <laughs> Do <But>. windmills. <laughs> yeah, so they, they, that was them. They, they did all this. Um, my mum had a chance to go for a, a BBC show, actually, but um, she was a bit on the nervous side about this sort of thing. And I don't think she had the confidence to think that she could sort of do it. And unfortunately, she, she turned it down, which is a bit of a shame. Uh, then comes yours truly in the middle there somewhere. Now my son has got a great band called Cries Wolf who are about to have their sort of second go round because they came out um, a few years ago now and, and really made quite a splash. They had a couple of labels vying for them. Um, for some reason, I think it was more to do with sort of work and location. They all kind of drifted into different things. Um, my son's also a, like Bruce was... Um, uh, commercial artists as well and of late they're putting it all back together again writing some amazing material which has been really flooring me actually uh, they're going for another EP soon I think they've got three or four songs done and uh, tell them we'll use all their off cuts yeah we'll have yeah. everything yeah. they we'll don't want we'll have it we can we'll make have use them. of we'll that we'll have them we <laughs> can sort them out yeah we'll find a he we'll uses his life them. really yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean <clears throat> But yeah, there's there's that kind of line going through the the family for good or bad, you know. It's it's um, the curse of music was upon us from the early <laughs> from an early age, you know. But yeah, so that's that's the story. So it's uh, back. It's back to the start. Back to the start, indeed. Yeah. And this album has just come out. Dare I ask if there, you know, is there the pitter and patter of a future release possibly in the oh, I don't in know. the Steely Dan? I, I, I think if we started working on new material, we wouldn't. We'd stop. We wouldn't have our attention on trying to get this one well, going. Got the to yeah. you know, promote this. You know, we've got to get this going. To to and and then at least set the precedent for something else. You know, then, yeah. see if there's anybody actually wants another one as yeah. well. I've got a, a good couple idea. of songs I'm working could, on yeah. now. We've already looked at and. Yeah, there's some possibilities. It would be a different direction. Again, and I don't think we'd want to do a similar kind of no, album no, anyway. I think we'd, and then we, you know, we'd have to, I think we'd probably do something more. That's why I say, you know, I'm not joking about, do, you know, having some, any spare songs because yeah. we could probably be good to have somebody who wrote in a more modern genre or something do, or a different, you know, with a different a mindset and do yeah. a cover mm. or two or yeah. a, or you know whatever but it's funny because the things that i've been writing subsequent to that are totally different in feel and would probably lend themselves funny enough there was a review we had where somebody ended by saying you know perhaps next time they'll go in a more grandiose kind of thing well well i was thinking i've been thinking queen 
Yeah, well, Queen. oddly enough, there was something that... <laughs> Multi-tracked those guitars. You know, yeah, the, the, well, maybe, but, I mean, that kind of... Um, we had a Tosca-like you know, song in the offing at one point. Yeah, that, that there's, we uh, there's, there's stuff, there's possibly, I mean, there's... It's that or my harmonica album. Yeah, we mm. could do that. I think there's a there's a market I like the for a harmonica solo album. Yeah, yeah definitely. Well, so we we'll yeah. keep that in mind as well. Yeah. So watch yeah. this space. So, so you know, there's you know, the bottom line is you know, you've got albums and concepts in the offing, and it's just a matter of time. Well, it might just be songs. You know, yeah, it might, it might so, not be yeah. a I don't it might not be a theme there. It might yeah. be the. Um, who can say? I mean, who can say? But yeah, I mean, there's certainly there's possibilities. As as we were saying earlier, that it might be that it leads to work for us individually, which I'm pretty sure we'd pull each other in on, as long mm. as there was a you know a market for that in some way or, or an opportunity, I should say, for that. But I think also, yeah, I mean, if this goes well, it's obvious that we we always sort of work together on something else. Unless somebody a, a might follow-up. ask Spencer to write songs for them, you know, which would leave me. Out of the picture, I'd be, I'd, oh, be no. deli- I'd be delighted if he did, you know, or we could end up working on someone's project, arranging yeah. and producing and engineering. Yeah. Anything could happen. Mm. But um, at the moment, this is what we are where we are, you yeah. know, yeah. and um, we're open to uh, suggestions. Open to offers. Producers, yeah. labels. Yeah. Any concern with large amounts of money? Yeah. That's uh, a please, key thing. Yeah. Please step or any, anything that doesn't make sense. Mm. <laughs> I like the sounds. Yeah, yeah. Very much. Anybody makes me an offer I can't understand, I'm interested. Yeah, I feel much the same. <laughs> yeah, I, I'd need I'm right behind you, Bruce. Yeah. 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 In addition to iTunes and being able to stream the album, will there be a physical release? Yeah, well, there's well, it is available on CD if you want it physically, but we are um, working on uh, vinyl release as well, right. and that's imminent. I'm just uh, speaking to the bloke who does them. <laughs> right. Mm. Is that bloke in the Czech Republic or Germany? I perhaps? don't know where. No, he's, he's in I England. He's, he's British. So, goodness, so yeah. vinyl production yeah. has returned to the show. Oh, I don't know where the fact, the press, but, mm. but mind you, uh, a lot of record companies are starting to press again, aren't they? Like Sony mm. yeah. and things. So, yeah, um, so they're reopening, the reopening their uh-huh. pressing plants. So, yeah. yeah. See what we started? Indeed, yes. So We've begun the revolution. A revolution revolution at 33 and a third RPM. Hey, hey. Hey. Listen, I think you go, I mean, 78, that's going to be the future. Wow, the the old um, shellac. Yes. Yeah, yeah, those really brittle records. Cylinders. Yes, wax cylinders. Oh, wax cylinders. Now you're talking. Now master's voice. We're going to do them, but I don't know if there'll be much call for them. No, no. Not many people have got the players anymore. Then there's crystal radio sets. That'll be the Mm. next thing that we'll have to tune into to hear the wax cylinder. Yeah. Goodness. Or something. God forbid people just, you know, performing in your parlour. Good Lord. What a concept! What doing a a, a tour of you, people? You, yes, you, just you, you wow. laugh, but I know there are quite a few artists it's that starting to happen now. Do yes, that, go round and play in in mega fans' front rooms, yeah. like ten of them, and charge them whatever. Yeah, been the VIP ticketing, private gigs. Yeah. yeah, there yeah. is a lot of that going on. Well, so in a way, it is really going back to the start, though. Things yeah. music is becoming. Yeah. Well, a different hand, kind gone, of commodity. Yeah, you've gone the, the, the route of the massive corporate gigs that the Stones and the Who were doing, and now it's down to sort of, like you said, parlour. Well, it's parlour. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, ultimately, digitisation changed everything, yeah. hasn't it? Including especially music. Yeah. We, so we talked the, about Pavlovian 
types yeah. of reactions. This would be a par yeah, yeah, it didn't okay. didn't quite land. Yeah, it was a good thought. And, ah. Yeah. On that note, Bruce <laughs> and Spencer, thanks a million, a bundle and three quarters to be wow. precise, for gracing the Dookie Radio Show with your respective presence. Pleasure. Thank you for having yep. us. Really yeah, enjoyed it. Thanks I'll, very much indeed. I'll be back. Well, that is indeed your lot. Gussets, epiphanies and vaginal hair maintenance. It's more than just the undercarriage. It's a way of life. You've been listening to part two of our two-part interview with Spencer Brown and Bruce Thomas. My name is Dukey and I've been your host. Until next time, may the worst of tomorrow be the best of yesterday. Now it's time for me to go and... uh, Pop my weasel. Thanks for listening. Half a pound of tuppenny rice, half a pound of treacle. That's the way the money goes. Pop goes the weasel. Facebook. Click on your mouse to our Facebook page. To find it will not take an age. Facebook www.facebook.com forward slash The Dukey Radio Show. The Dukey Radio Show. The thin white Dukey is right. Click your way to the Dukey Radio Show Facebook page www.facebook.com forward slash The Dukey Radio Show The Dukey Radio Show The Dukey Radio Show